So, you know, this afternoon I tried to kind of find something, you know, to speak about for this evening. And then I just gave up at one point and I just was, you know, reading a little bit through the, tri the last Tricycle ma magazine because this is what I really felt drawn to. And, and first I read this very interesting um, article about this new book on climate change solutions. And it's called Drawdown. And it lists like 80 different solutions to climate change according to effectiveness. And uh, as I said earlier, you know, uh, empowerment of women and girls is number six, which is kind of big, you know. And um, not wasting food is number three, you know. Food, about 50% of the food in the world is wasted in some way or another, you know. And it makes a lot of carbon, the production, the transportation, you know, and the, um, everything in, in, in around food. And then the waste itself also makes a lot of um, carbon dioxide. So that was shocking to see. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I went further, you know, through the tricycle. And then I came over an article by a Zen uh, priest, a female Zen priest, and it had a very interesting kind of a title. And then I started to read it, and I thought I want to share a little bit. Uh, you know, I think it's nothing new, you know, what I've read there, but the way how it was presented was very interesting. And she spoke about what's called the three tenets of practice, you know, which when you can remember them, in the moment, they can really help you not to get carried away, you know, by your thoughts and feelings and habits and emotions. And and I'm always interested in having some skillful means about that because it's difficult enough, you know, not to get carried away. Even, you know, one practices for a long time. It's still, some things can be so strong that we lose mindfulness and then, you know, wake up, like, much later on and and feel like, oh God, again, and here we go again. And uh, that uh, system was called the three tenants. And the first one is not knowing. The second one is bearing witness. And the third one is taking action. And, you know, and I was trying to apply that when about like 6.30 or so this evening, the men started to do the shooting, you know, and I thought, oh God, like half an hour before a pucha, you know, they're starting, what should, should we maybe not have pucha and all of those things, you know, and how we will do it, and it is so noisy and it's hot, we want to open the windows. So all kinds of thoughts I started to have. And then I just thought, I'm just not gonna uh, think further about it because I think myself really into a tangle and I just try not to apply, you know, what I've just read like a minute ago. <laughs> and uh, and also I had an advantage having met those men before, you know, who were doing the shooting. It's just a father who brings up his his son on his own, you know, who is, he's not together with his wife. So, And they are kind of, they have been here visiting once and they're working in the, uh, he's working in the shop, you know, where they sell equipment for for trailers and things like that. So this is how Ayana Nabodi met him. 
and he was very kind, you know, coming here and looking at our trailer. So I just tried to remember what a kind man he was, you know, and not getting into kind of gun laws. And in America, everybody needs to have a gun and then they shoot <laughs> each other and all of those things, you know, and Trump and blah, blah, blah. And then I just kind of, you know, get completely caught up. So I just was really not going there, you know, as much as I could. And when the mind went there, I was just, you know, applying the second tenant, which is bearing witness, you know, bearing witness to what the mind throws up and also what was going on, like, the, the noise, you know, and my concern about how we're going to sit tonight and all of the, you know, the causes and conditions, trying, you know, just whatever was popping up, I was not, you know, turning away from it, but also at the same time just, okay, noticing it and not going further with it into a story, you know, which we usually do because somehow it's it's difficult, you know, to bear with the feelings which are coming up. Because the feeling was certainly, you know, unpleasant, and also like in the in the body, the sensation is like a, quite a contraction, you know, here in the torso, just really feeling a strong aversion, you know, to that noise. Because it's it's just like so uh, charring, you know, especially in, in an environment which is mostly very quiet. It's just like really uh, super unpleasant, you know, to, to have that and knowing there's nothing you can do. And I remember there have been times, long time ago in the beginning when we moved here, where they would shoot maybe for like two, three hours, you know, really. That happened only once, but it happened once, you know, and I haven't forgotten it. So <laughs> there's always the possibility it might happen again, you know. So and really making an effort, you know, not to go there and just you know, seeing my, my thoughts and, you know, my concern and just uh, trying to kind of alleviate, you know, that, that, that feeling or, or let's say, you know, that erect, uh, uh, reaction of aversion, you know, trying to kind of melt it, you know, by thinking about how nice the guys are and, you know, that it is actually an opportunity for practice because, you know, there are much more difficult things can happen in life and if we can practice you know with this noise then actually you know that might come in handy at other occasions so I was just trying to see the positive you know points of, of what was going on and trying to just uh, you know bring some kindness you know to the, to the contraction in the body and then I was coming down here and then I thought, you know, a very good chant now just popped into my mind. We should chant the four Brahma Viharas because maybe that, you know, will help to kind of open up the system so we can, you know, let this noise, you know, just go through us. And then, you know, after the chant, it stopped. I think you noticed that. You know, and I don't think it has anything much to do with you know, our chanting or anything, but I felt like that was a very good little hint, you know, from the universe that, you know, if you don't go against things in a way, you know, which comes from aversion, then you do know what to do, you know, and sometimes it's just like maybe chanting or, 
you know, or meditating. It's not necessarily like a big action, you know, going and doing something. But sometimes it's also going and not not doing something or doing something completely different what you usually would do. And and I felt like that was like a, a little um, reward or something like that, you know, saying yes, you know, that was really a good way of handling this issue. And uh, I don't bank on it, you know, it's going to be every time like this. <laughs> but I felt like that was very encouraging. And, uh, you know, by, by fully kind of receiving what's happening in the present moment, by fully turning towards it without a preconceived agenda, you know, which is created, you know, from past experience, then sometimes, you know, things can turn out surprisingly very, very different than from what you were trying to protect yourself from, you know, and mm -hmm. through that very action of trying to protect yourself from something you are actually creating quite often, you know, that what you want to want to protect yourself from, you know, if you I think you probably have seen that in your own lives, you know, if you're having certain expectations and then, you know, kind of get going in the situation in this way, it very often, you know, becomes exactly that what you're afraid of. And I think, you know, that's what happens, you know, if we in our lives kind of recreate and, and again and again, you know, the same situations. And it has a lot to do, you know, with the way how we are kind of meeting life. And to, you know, to, f to see that clearly in the practice, I think that can be very painful and surprising sometimes, but also really empowering because once we have seen it, then, you know, we are really motivated to do something about it, you know. Maybe sometimes we have to seek some help, you know, some therapeutic help, also if it's a really deeply ingrained habit. And sometimes it can just, you know, making an aditana, making a determination about certain things can sometimes be good enough. Or, you know not associating with certain people, you know, where you always get drawn into doing certain things. So there's different, you know, means how, how, to, how to deal with it. And, uh, and then taking the precepts is also a very good, you know, method or skillful means which can help us, you know, not to get drawn into the same ways of doing things. And, you know, they are seen like as a, as a protection, really, not as a, as a burden, you know, mm -hmm. as, a, as a codex of what you shouldn't do or anything like that. So, you know, uh, not knowing means to just, you know, simply be in the present moment and whenever the mind wants to go into the past and into the future and interpret what's happening accordingly, to just not allow that to carry you away and just you know being in the center of where you are right now and not putting a story on top of it and sometimes you know we can't help it and then just being aware of it and then as soon as you you know can you know bring the mind back 
and bring it back. And it somehow is counterintuitive, you know, until one has had enough experience of it. It's somehow counterintuitive because the whole system, you know, shouts out for, you must, you know, fix it. You must kind of find out what it is. You must do this, you must do that. And it's not easy, you know, to come to the being with the not knowing and really trusting that there is a much bigger intelligence, you know, which can, which we can align ourselves with, you know. And, uh, you know, the word panya or prajna means wisdom in Pali and in Sanskrit. You know, there's the word for wisdom and it means, basically it means before knowing, you know. So that, that way of responding, which is not, you know, under the sway of all of your positive and negative experiences from the past, but which is more of a fresh kind of response, you know, to the, to the situation. And the, the statue behind us here in the corner, that's Prajna Paramita, she is the personification of wisdom. And she is, you know, a female because females have a womb, you know, and a womb can receive. And that's, you know, what is understood with not knowing, being like an, an open vessel, you know, or an open womb and allowing, you know, just receiving things as they are. And then from that openness, you know, response emerges, which isn't, you know, stifled by our past experiences and of course you know we can also learn from from past experiences but but it's a different way you know of using that learning because it's not um, you know a way which is expecting things you know to be a certain way And, and I think you know we can only through training ourselves can we can we uh, have the the resilience you know to to be open like that. It's it's not easy, and uh, you know living with 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 people you know who who are having experience in in that way is is a very helpful you know. And as I said, the precepts and you know coming here to the monastery is also really a good way you know, where you step out of your usual environment and, you know, put yourself in an environment where everything is kind of reminding you, you know, all of the kind of, there's lots of images and uh, a certain routine and all of that, which helps us, you know, to, to remind us that there's a different, that you do have a choice, you know, if we just go along, you know, old habits, patterns, or if we really, you know, bring in some energy and uh, just, you know, try to keep open. And, uh, you know, if you have experienced it for a few times, then, you know, the it becomes uh, the conviction you know, that this is, a, this is effective, really. Effective in terms of, you know, leading to happiness and leading to kind of you know, self-respect and, and contentment with your life, you know, then, you know, one gets more and more capacity to stay open with even, you know, more difficult situations. You have to start with, with little ones, you know. 
so like with today you know with the shooting when that's a, a, not a big deal in the scheme of things you know but when next time you know when something bigger happens I, I can remember you know that one occasion and and it will give me a little bit more resilience you know to you know to take on a little bit more unpleasant feeling you know and trust that it's going to resolve itself by itself you know I don't have to do anything I don't have to go up there and start fighting with the guys you know stop or something like yeah monastery what do you think blah 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 all of that mm -hmm. you know it wouldn't feel good for me wouldn't be good PR you know for Buddhism and for the monastery <laughs> wouldn't be good for relationships with the neighbors it just wouldn't be worth it you know yeah so yeah so that not knowing and also you know being in the center and letting a response emerge rather than reacting you know that's that's a really one way you know how we can summarize what the practice is all about you know cutting through all of this uh, you know strong forces which try to you know get their way so to say you know and and but just simply you know recognizing that they have been triggered and they have a reason and they're going to change again even you know when we are in the moment you know where it's, it's thrown up like this it looks like it's never going to change but but it will So I think, you know, also like living together in community, we can, we know exactly, you know, certain things where we get triggered again and again. So sometimes we can just, you know, choose one of them and and not do the same thing again, you know, and just try to, <coughs> to you know, to, to do it differently with smaller things and then really kind of stay conscious through the whole process. And that is really very empowering, you know, to see it, to have a, have a little um, training experience, you know, which you can then take into much bigger challenges. So these three tenets, you know, they are from, from, from the same teaching, but I think we can very well, you know, kind of uh, use them and they are very handy because it's quite short. So, you know, not knowing bearing witness which means you know instead of having to do something it which is staying with the not knowing what it really is what's happening and adding mindfulness to the process you know rather than having to take something away or not do something you just add mindfulness to the situation this is what bearing witness is you know because often we can also feel like you know the uh, uh, spiritual practice is about not doing things, not being a bad, not you know, not making mistakes, so all of that. It's all about not, not, not. But you could also see it like it's about adding something to the situation, and that something is actually mindfulness and clear comprehension. And then once we add that, you know, then the whole process has you know enough space to just do its thing, and we can learn you know from it because we can't really you know control the universe when we have try we are trying you know since 
thousands of years and it just doesn't work and uh, but we can understand you know and we can learn from the laws of nature and align ourselves with them and that's really the only way out of all of these difficult situations you know and climate change being the being a huge one you know which is just the result of us trying to control the universe trying to control nature and just messing up a big big time mm. you know But it's not too late, you know. As as I read in this article, you know, only five to ten percent of the population needs to, you know, be really going for the new way of doing things, mm -hmm. and that is enough to kind of infiltrate the rest of the people. So it's not, you know, it's just really important to remember that five to ten percent. Wow, it's it's not. I mean, it's not like 50% or something in order to tip it. Yeah. So I think that's a very encouraging, you know. So, you know, and if the practice which we are kind of having here, you know, and uh, which we try to kind of arrange our life, you know, around the practice and creating a place, you know, for, for practice where people can come and step out of the treadmill of their lives and all of that, you know, it's it's just so important because without having, you know, a bigger picture view, this, uh, you know, big task of turning climate change around, we will not be able to succeed, you know. So I think you know what we are doing here is, is just really of has a very big uh, impact, you know. Not just you know for our own well-being, but for the well-being of everybody you know whom we meet and 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 for the land, you know, the way how we try to have a good relationship with the land and you know and for example not eating meat. This is like a big contribution you know and uh, all of those things you know we can really use our whole life you know to express that those three simple tenets you know of not knowing bearing witness and taking action and sometimes actions are just really small but it's really important that we take them because it has an accumulative effect, you know. In terms of you feel better about yourself, you have more resilience, you have more self-respect, more confident, more strength, you know. And and that will communicate on many levels, you know, to the people you meet. And it's just like a, a you know, snowball effect. So yeah, that's what I'd like to share tonight. And if you have any comments or any questions or anything, then please go ahead. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.